Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female, you may ask? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She constantly strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony, but knows that it requires being true to your priorities and what makes you happy. She is never complacent about striving for better and always nurtures the relationships with the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, Episode 25. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to Jamila Gamble. Jamila is an educator, advocate, change agent, media personality, speaker, social activist, entrepreneur, storyteller, and community leader. We had the pleasure of meeting on Side Hustle Chat a few months ago and couldn't wait to connect. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that we get to chat for a bit. Yes, yes. So you've met me on Twitter and we've talked about being an alpha female. I sent you over the definition. So what do you think of it and how are you an alpha female? I honestly have never even, you know, thought of an alpha female until I met you. That's why. <laughs> <funny. laughs> Good. You know, so it definitely uh, opened up my eyes a bit and, and made me wonder, am I really an alpha female? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think only till like this past year did I really realize, yes, I absolutely am. Um, it took me a while, I think, to really discover who Jam is. And through a lot of, you know, experiences and like, shedding certain layers, um, it really came to me that, yeah, I know what I'm doing, I know what I want, and I know exactly how to get it. Can you expand a little bit on what you've shed to be an alpha? Uh, Well, prior, I I feel like I was actually intimidated by myself, if that makes sense. Like, I I knew what my my potential is. Um, You know, I'm very confident when it comes to speaking um, and presenting and things like that. But I think at the same time, I was actually intimidated by what I was capable of doing, which is really backwards thinking. So through shedding um, those kind of self-doubts and, and, and wondering if I really have the ability to, you know, connect with crowds and to really get my image out there, um, did I really discover that I am this woman who, you know, it took a long time coming to get where I am, um, but I'm very happy with where I am right now. Mm. So what I'm hearing is that you have struggled with limiting beliefs, which I think most alpha females actually do. We don't like to admit it, but there's so many tips and tricks to get over that. For me, I've started using positive affirmations. We've heard about that on the episode with um, Ashley Marie Wilson. So is that something that you do or do you just like talk to yourself and like, come on, get over it? Yeah, I talk to myself like daily, okay. <laughs> maybe by the hour, Yeah, uh, especially when I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm very connected with my body. So this week I've been a little bit under the weather and I, I realized that this always happens during March break. And I'm like, why am I always under the weather? Body, what's going on with you? And then I realized I'm actually for the first time slowing down. Mm. 
And, and because I'm slowing down, this is why I'm feeling a little bit slower. This is why I'm feeling a little bit more down, if you want to say that. And it's not me. It's just I'm, I'm, I'm very much aware of what is going on, that I, it's a reality check. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to do a lot of doubting before, um, just because I didn't do that self-talk to kind of evaluate what are my potential triggers, what's making me feel this way, before I just automatically think, said to myself, okay, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong when it could have been something environmental? It could have been something work-related, something I have no control over. So now because I take a time out Mm -hmm. and I really talk to myself and say, okay, what's up? Um, Do I now have that better understanding of how my emotions are and I kind of eliminate that self-doubt? I used to get sick all the time on vacations or during the holidays around Christmas. I would go home and I would just like collapse because I was running myself into the ground. And that was kind of one of the signs that I first saw in my life that I needed to be like, okay, this shouldn't be happening. Like if I'm running my body ragged, of course, it's telling me that it's not okay. Exactly. Yep. And we have to listen to it. A lot of us women don't do that. So your bio, long list of all these different words. Um, So we're going to assume that as the majority of alpha females are, you're super busy, super productive, um, trying to take over the world and build an epic empire. But but what does your work-life harmony look like right now for you? In all honesty, it's it's like scrambled eggs. Okay. But it's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, like it, it looks really mushy, but when you put some cheese on it, it's totally working. Um, it's chaotic and I accept that because okay. again, um, this year has really been a transformation year and you can't expect when you're transforming that everything is going to be smooth and organized. It's going to be in different buckets and bins and you really have to do some sorting and make sure everything's realigned. Um, and I, and I accept that and I'm aware of it and I know that it has the potential to be a lot smoother, but right now I'm just getting involved in so many different things that there's bound to be some chaos. And I think part of being an alpha female is recognizing that chaos and making sense of that chaos and still looking fantastic while doing it. Mm. Um, So I'm not stressed like I used to be. I'm actually like really hyper and I'm running on some serious adrenaline right now because I'm seeing that the work I'm putting in um, is actually showing me the results I want to see. And even though my life and work is a little bit up and down, um, I'm okay. Like I'm managing with it. And I, and I recognize that it's, you know, it has the potential to get a little bit more out of hand, but I'm going to steer that in the right direction and make sure it doesn't. So I've set some sort of uh, deadlines for myself, like 2017, there's certain jobs I want to let go of, there's certain things I want to welcome. And because I have those futuristic deadlines, it's actually keeping me on track. Okay. So for the audience who may have never met you before, what do you mm-hmm. mean like you're in a transformation? Can you give us details of all the different things that you're doing right now? Sure. So uh, last year, I, I kind of went by my one job title, which was my, you know, I call it my benefits job. Mm-hmm. Um, pays the bills, gives me my benefits, hip, hip, hooray kind of thing. So I only went by that one title. And then I slowly welcomed, um, you know, the title of being a TV host. And I felt that me just having the title of educator and TV host was very bland, And it it just wasn't a really good description of everything that I do. So by day, I I teach my specialty and focus is in special education. But by night, I'm a TV show host. I have a vlog. 
I do public speaking, event hosting, um, and a lot of workshop facilitation. And I needed to find a title that encompassed all of that. There's no way under your name, your signature, you're going to have, you know, Jam Gamble, uh, educator, vlogger. You can't have that super long title. It's going to sound like you don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> so, so through my transformation, um, I came up with Jam Gamble, Connector, People, Ideas, and Energy. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I do connects to those three things. So when I connect with people, I connect through people through my blogs, through my TV show, through my radio show, through teaching. I connect through people with ideas when I'm doing my workshops, public speaking, um, empowerment talks, and energy um, through... Teaching is in everything I do, but when I go out there and I'm connecting with people in the community, I'm putting my 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 spirit and my energy in my videos. I don't just put up any video. I really put myself out there. Um, all of those things comes together to make that one general title. So that's my transformation from coming from just being an educator and a TV host to a connector of people, ideas, and energy. Mm. This is why whenever we talk to each other on Twitter doing side hustle chat, we're like mm-hmm. twinsies. Yes. Because I'm the same. Like I had, um, you know, like Robin Baldwin. I'm a marketing manager, fitness and lifestyle blogger. I'm a freelance writer and an author and a podcaster. And like the list just kept going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So that's when my friend named me an alpha female. And then it's evolved into a work-life harmony strategist. Nice. What is, well. That's smooth. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see how alpha females who like adding all of these things to our bio and they're all, you know, separated by commas or uh, slashes. Now it's just like, how do we try to encompass that in an easy way to, you know, do the 30-second elevator speech introduction to somebody new? Exactly. Yeah. If I said my whole title, my 30-second elevator would be done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I wouldn't even get the idea out there. But I'm I'm happy with it, you know. And it's it's when you create a name like that, you have to kind of get that feeling in your gut, like, I like this. And I, I feel absolutely confident rolling with that and putting it on everything, that, yes, this is who I am. And it's not really um, – Original, which is something I pride myself on. I really like to be original. Um, and I, I, it's just been a really good year so far using that title. So the next question is, what are you most passionate about? But it sounds like <laughs> you kind of already answered that as, uh, as a connector. Is there anything else that you want to kind of touch upon in the passion area? Uh, one thing um, – that's that's been really established already, but I think with this new transformation per se, a lot of people don't know it quite yet. Is I I work with uh, children and adults and their families who have disabilities. Now, I myself am you know I'm able bodied. I I don't have any major health concerns or uh, a physical or invisible disability. Nor does anyone in my family. But this is something I was kind of brought into about 16 years ago, and it's something that's extremely close to my heart. Like I love my kids. People, when I say my kids, people, go, oh my god, wow, you look fantastic. How many kids do you have? And I go, no, no, no. <laughs> they're not mine. They're like my daytime kids, but I really consider them like my kids. I, I love the children I support. Um, and, and working um, as an advocate and as an educator, I think it's really uh, created that kind of foundation for the, the person that I am today. If I didn't find that passion years ago, um, I think I just would have been like a regular, you know, Joe Blow kind of thing, you know, but it's really uh, brought me places and it's opened my eyes to how people think and feel about others. And it's, it's definitely one of my big passions. Mm, I love that. 
Okay, so let's get into how you take care of yourself so that you can do all of these things. <laughs> what are some of your even though you're you're sounding a little run down, this may be just an eye opener of maybe things that you'd like to do too. Yes. Um so what are some daily health habits that keep your immune system boosted? I juice and make my husband smoothies in the morning. I'm more the juicer. He likes his thick, chunky smoothies. Yeah. Um, and I love ginger. Ginger goes in everything. Uh, ginger tea, ginger in my soup, tons of ginger in my juice. I, I, I There's something about ginger that just really wakes me up. Um, so that's probably the number one thing I do. But in all honesty, I think there's a lot of bad things I'm doing for my health. <laughs> Um, I, I love water more than anything, but I'm not drinking enough water. Um, so the other night I was really dehydrated. I woke up, like, I felt like I was living in the Sahara desert and it's not like I'm substituting, you know, water for coffee or juice. I'm just not drinking enough. And so because I've, I've, I'm feeling um, dehydrated and I'm feeling nauseous. It's made me like really wake up and go, do you want your days to feel like crap because you're not drinking enough fluids or are you going to do something about it? <laughs> now, when you're, um, when you're spending your day as an educator, are you in one classroom or are you moving around? I'm moving around. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm, for so we most, need to get you a really big water bottle. Yeah. So for the <laughs> most part, I'm in one class, but I get called a lot. Um, and the students that I, I work with often, you know, we go to different learning spaces just to, you know, stimulate that learning. But then again, like I'm, I'm on the go, I'm, I'm moving, I'm, I'm talking, I'm doing a lot of talking. Um, and so I always have like a tea with me. So I, I drink a lot of water through tea. Um, but aside from not drinking enough, uh, I really do eat well. Um, my husband and I, if someone was to come over, you could tell whose lunch bag is whose. His lunch bag will have one container that has like maybe a portion of food in it. Mm -hmm. My lunch bag will have like four or five containers. So I'll have like a breakfast container. I'll have a lunch container. I'll have snacks. I'll have fruits. I'll have little things here. I'll have little munchy, you know, chips and nuts and things there. Like my bag is jam packed and then I'll come home and still be hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I'm, I'm, my metabolism is super fast. It's really, um, important that I I'm continuously eating. So you'll always catch food in my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's something I've, I've learned that, you know, to, to balance my, my energy levels um, and to keep me kind of happy, I, I really need to constantly be like replenishing my body with foods. And I, and I don't eat a lot of junk foods. I have my little, you know, favorite junks I like, like poutine. I'm never going to give it up. Nobody, <laughs> nobody could ever let me give up poutine. Yeah. Uh, it's my life. Yeah. And, and, but I balance that, you know, I'll have right. it. And, um, and we've talked about it on previous episodes. I'm going to change your vocabulary because my biggest thing is getting people to stop calling those types of meals like junk or cheat meals, but calling it a treat and allowing, yes. and allowing it to be a positive word. So It is a treat. Thank this, you. This is like a, a – <laughs> this is Robin – like imposing things on you, but how um, many treats a week can I have? <laughs> that's the question. That's got to be intuitive. Like I truly believe in intuitive eating and listening to your body, but also listening to your willpower. Yes. Um, so it's a balance that everyone has to find and it's going to be different. Like for me, I allow one treat a week. Um, and for me right now it's coconut ice cream and, uh, that um, sounds so healthy. That's yeah. not a treat. Well, for me, because of living with MS, my treats have to still be healthy because right. it's now a lifestyle yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 
Um, and speaking of water, I kind of want to unpack that a little bit because I think that's a big challenge for everyone, even for me. Sometimes, you know, I'll have my coffee tumbler in the morning and I find that I'm like 11 o'clock and I'm still sipping on it and I haven't gotten my water in. So I've started mm-hmm. my day with um, one glass of warm lemon water with mm-hmm. glutamine and then I get another glass in right away with a fiber supplement in glutamine. So I've got two glasses of water before I drink my coffee and then I've got a pitcher of water at my desk and a large swell water bottle that I'm using right now and I fill that up throughout the day. Nice. Um, and even like a step further, I started putting an alarm on my phone because we're busy women and we're trying to do a lot of things and trying to remember to drink water is just something our brain's like, I got other things to think about. So I've started trying out different alarm apps to just like remind myself, oh, I need to get that water. Yeah. So this is my my next suggestion for you. That's a, you know what? Like I, I, I felt like I had to get to that point of actually setting alarms mm-hmm. and, and it's and we set alarms for everything else but we don't really set enough alarms for like our wellness I find like mm-hmm. you know do some jumping jacks this morning watch a wellness video instead of listening to music like we don't do those things so I recognize even through talking right now that I really once March break is done to get right back that on Monday. I love that. There's um, an app called If This Then That or IFTTT and you hear about it all the time in entrepreneur-focused podcasts and Mm -hmm. they're they're using it as a reminder to set a recipe. So like if it's nine o'clock, then text me this word. And so a lot of entrepreneurs use it for like, if it's nine o'clock, tell me to review my to-do list for an example. But I've been using it and creating recipes to remind me to do healthy habits. Uh-huh. Yep. I think I need to get on this bandwagon. I love of, like it. apps reminding me to do things because my mind is like everywhere and beyond. Mm-hmm. We talked about nutrition habits and you told us about the mini snacks. So how many um, kind of meals do you think you're eating throughout the day, including snacks? Like I call my meals meal one, two, three, four, five. Right. Um, I would definitely say three or four meals. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have like at one school when I was a little bit, you know, less stressed in the morning, I would make like an omelet and a smoothie. That was breakfast. And then at 10, I had something else. But this year, again, like I'll have breakfast, I'll have a snack. Um, I'm really obsessed with these like little mini hummus uh uh, containers from Costco. Like I'll have like two or three of those at work. <laughs> so I'm like on this hummus, like addiction uh, train. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really like I need that much food because like I'll eat something and I will instantly burn it off and be hungry all over again. Mm, okay. That's awesome. Great tip. What other kind of snacks? I really like uh, apples and almond butter. Yeah, I like that too. Unfortunately, I can't eat it at school due to peanut oh, right. nut allergies. Yeah. So um, I like trail mixes, but yeah. I don't like buying super expensive trail mixes. So Bulk my husband burn? and I would go to like bulk burn, yeah. I'll get all my favorite things. So I'll get sunflower seeds and all like the safe tree nuts that I could eat at work. Yeah. Um, and loaded with cranberries. Uh, I really love eating dry cranberries more than raisins actually. Yeah. Um, and I find like, I'll have like bags of that in my car and bags at school and it's just my go-to snack. Amazing. Um, munch on that. And my other snack would definitely be like 
having a bag of cantaloupe. Cantaloupe to me is like the equivalent of eating a chocolate bar. Hmm. It's I'm addicted to cantaloupe. Like yeah. if someone peels me a cantaloupe and chops up in pieces daily, I could easily eat an entire cantaloupe. It's so funny because um, Rebecca Baruki, who has been on the show before you, she has an Instagram account. Well, sometimes she'll post pictures where it's like a cantaloupe, a melon, a watermelon. And she's got one of those like melon ball scoopers that you use for fancy parties. But she'll use that to eat like half a watermelon. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you like that. That to me is my sugar fix. Like I'm not a big chocolate person. Um, if I do eat a chocolate, like I might take like a week to eat it. I'll just nibble at it. Okay. But cantaloupe and salty treats. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm a salty popcorn person. So that's my, and that's another treat sometimes. Speaking of salty, Costco has like these air popped potato things. I don't know what, I forgot what they're called. Um, but they're like GMO free, gluten free, soy free, everything free. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they're amazing. So, awesome. I will do. Okay, so let's get into what your fitness routine is like. Well, I used to teach uh, Zumba four times a week. Oh, um, okay. What happened with that was I was losing too much weight, and then and then I hurt my back. I had a really bad back injury that took me out for about four or five months. So I couldn't teach anymore. My husband and I, we make it a duty to go to the gym together just to hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our routine is Mondays. If we could squeeze it in, then fine. But it's traditionally Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, and if we don't go to the gym, then we're trying to go for a really long walk. Um, we're lucky where our neighborhood is that we have beautiful trails next door and especially with the weather being nice we actually find ourselves wanting to go to the you know a trail more than going for you know workout in the gym so we'll go for about an hour and a half uh do 30 minutes of cardio and then the, the rest is weights um i get really lazy with weights just because it's something i've never done before because i always do cardio um but thankfully because i have my you know my husband with me He's there to assist me, so it gives me a little bit more, you know, confidence to be lifting weights in front of people. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it took me a while to get comfortable in the the free weight section of the gym or even where the machines are. It took me, I yeah. would say, like a full year before I can, like, confidently walk in there and own the space. Yeah, it's super intimidating. Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of standard for women, especially if your gym has... A ton of, I don't want to say like, <laughs> I'm going to get some hate mail about this, like ton of meatheads or like, which is yeah. big ass, but it can be intimidating. It could be. Yeah. It could be. So now Unfortunately, I, just, I like going to gyms that have guys in it. I need like that, that eye candy motivation. <laughs> <laughs> now I do it because I like watching and learning different techniques and just watching different form and seeing I'm, if I know someone knows what they're doing, then I'll watch for form. Uh, and then it's just kind of motivating because I'll, I'll also try to guys closer to my size. I'll also try to lift heavier than them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you go! You are an alpha female, totally. Um, but yeah, it took me a while. Now I just kind of put blinders on to for any alphas that are listening who are trying to figure out how to own their kind of. Um, confidence in the gym space. It's like put blinders on, put your headphones on, put your music on, and just like uh-huh. just focus on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Look how do that. you how do you challenge yourself fitness wise? 
I don't. Okay. That's okay. Actually, I I have. I have. I have. Okay. Currently, I don't. But I have twice when I did Tough Mudder. Again, we're twinsies. I love that you've tried an obstacle course, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I go to, I used to just do Zumba. That was my working out, you know, an hour class, four times a week. That was enough, right? And then I saw this Tough Mudder and I was like, yes, like, this is it. Like, I, when I work out, I can't be on a treadmill. To me, that's boring. So doing something like Tough Mudder and running through obstacles and that whole teamwork makes the dream work kind of attitude, um, I went in like purely on adrenaline. Like I did try to train, but again, it wasn't my thing. And I, I, I made it. I made it through. And then the next year I came back and my ass was like handed to me like, hardcore um but I loved it I wore those headbands headbands very proudly um for those that have never run a tough matter you get an orange headband at the end no you get different colors now that's only if you've done more than one that's right so I have a green one look at you go (laughs) right it's Honestly, it's so expensive, but it's purely bragging rights. Like, you know, someone could say, oh, I just gave birth to a baby, like, naturally last week. Oh, really? Yeah, I did Tough mutter. Like, like <laughs> you know, bring me something else, you know. The, mom, I, that, the that's moms not... listening to the show are getting yeah. upset. <laughs> yeah, sorry, moms. I did Tough mutter. okay? Like, that stuff's hard. So that was fun to me. I really pushed myself. Um, I have a fear of heights. So I was jumping off like, you know, these kind of platforms. I'm scared of dark water. I'm swimming in dark water. Uh, I really physically pushed myself. And there was one obstacle where we had to walk this really long trail holding a a log of wood on our back. Mm -hmm. And there was this guy who was carrying um, a really long piece. And I go, oh, you look like you're struggling. He goes, oh, you want to switch? I go, yeah, let's switch. So I took his big piece (laughs) and he took my tiny piece. And I, I, I killed myself to walk ahead of this guy. So see, again, we're twins. That's not emasculating at all. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. But I had honestly, like, aside from the bruises, the, the cuts to my knees, um, everything. I had, I had to take, you know, wash my hair like nine times to get the twigs and the mud out. It was well worth it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So can I convince you to do another obstacle course race this year? Uh, depending on which one it is. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If it's like purely running, I'm out. But if it's something where, you know, I got, I had to get a little messy and, you know. all obstacle course races are, you always have the obstacles. So it always breaks up the running. Okay. All right. We could talk. I'll send you my race schedule. (laughs) Your race schedule. Wow. (laughs) Of course you do have one. I've seen it before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm down. Okay. So... After we spend the entire day, you know, putting ourselves into a frenzy, what do you do at night to wind down and decrease your stress? I watch my favorite shows. Mm, TV. Um, I'm guilty. I don't care. Like a lot of my favorite shows start at 10 o'clock and I don't believe in recording it and watching another time. I want to watch my show now. You know, that's, that's my that's my treat to myself. And, and my husband and I were just like curl up on the couch and we're exhausted, but you know what? We're not doing any work. We're not thinking about work. We're not doing laundry or groceries. We're just watching our favorite show. And, and that to me is just, it's heaven. It's, it's heaven. It's effortless. We're not spending any money. We don't have to, uh, you know, take a picture and put it on Instagram. Oh, watching a good show with my husband. You know, it's nothing like that. It's just, it's just us. Mm -hmm. And 
that I'm perfectly happy with that. Now, do you turn your phones off when you do this or are the phones nearby? Uh, I'm guilty. The phones are nearby. Yeah. Okay. Phones are nearby. <laughs> um, especially if I'm watching like, you know, some show that my husband's not into, he'll be watching all, he'll be reading all his news on online or something like that. Gotcha. Um, but that's something we're working on is, you know, putting away our phones and, and just really being in the moment because I actually did a vlog a couple of weeks ago. My husband was in a car accident. Um, and that really shook me because, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one thing if you're dating somebody or you're interested in someone and you're not seeing them on a day-to-day basis or you don't have responsibilities and a house together and all that stuff. We have all these things together. Mm-hmm. We're just, you know, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary. Aww, uh, and it really, hit, it really hit me that I could have lost him. Yeah. Um, and so from that, that day, which is February 15th, family day, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm really trying to be more in the moment with him um, and, and just, just savor every single moment we have together. It's interesting. People always you know, talk about how these moments in life happen, struggles or storms or just moments that make us stop and take our breath away and it goes, oh crap, Like I need to live more in the present and it, and it's hard when it doesn't happen to us and then until it happens to you individually it's very hard for i think some people to understand that concept uh-huh. um, and it sucks when tragedy or difficulties strike but it definitely is that eye opener so it was an eye and it was an eye opener i was i was grateful for because yeah. Um, sometimes we, we need those little things to shake us up and make us change a lot of our bad habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's, there's days in the morning, like, you know, we will give each other a quick hug or a kiss or something like that. And now we're realizing, no, 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 no. Let's actually give each other a proper hug. And, mm-hmm. and then there's days that I might, you know, go, go out and not kiss my husband by and he'll get mad. And I go, okay, relax. Now I see why, you know, <laughs> because you don't want something to happen that you're like, oh, I didn't get that moment. I didn't get that last chance. So definitely disciplining ourselves to be really more in the moment with each other. Oh, good. I love that. Well, let's go back to the alpha female personality. There's sometimes we can be misunderstood or we have trouble, you know, managing ourselves and how much we're trying to do. So what is a pain point in your life that you're constantly trying to problem solve for as an alpha female? Oh, my goodness. Comparing, comparing, comparing. Mm. We're, I, I have no issue um, admitting that. Um, and, and funny enough, I did a, a girl's talk uh, last week for International Women's Day. And I asked the girls, how many of you go on social media and actually celebrate your friends? How many of you actually go on and say, hey, there's this girl in my class and she does a fantastic job of presenting or her hair is always wicked and I think she's amazing. Or how many of you actually go on social media and take that time to say something negative? A majority of them admitted that they actually say something negative versus something positive. So I challenged them. Who wants to come up and admit why they do it? And this one girl who was 17, she came up. She already started crying because she felt bad. And she says, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. There's girls who do things I wish I could only do. And I know I can't do that. And I envy that they can do that. And instead of saying, hey, good job, I decide to just throw shade at them instead. And I go, holy crap. I'm 28, I'm a woman, and I'm, I'm older than you, and I know adults who don't even do that. So I'm now admitting I'm really guilty of comparing my progress to other people's progress. Um, and then I have to remind myself that I am in a completely different category 
than most people. And my progress is my progress and their success is their success. So to really just separate myself from that and to celebrate what I'm doing. I think I shared it on a Twitter chat previously. Again, this side hustle chat that we both participate in where it's like the comparison complex comes from um, the quote is, you know, comparing your chapter one to someone's chapter 10. Yes. Um, and uh, it's always I a, saw that. a good reminder to talk about that because, mm-hmm. yeah, if we, you know, as side hustlers, we um, are working to really truly monetize our side hustles and trying to be better. And I have it in the definition that an alpha female is never complacent and always striving for better. And we're obsessed with personal development and business development and all of that jazz. And so it can be really hard to see someone, you know, further ahead. And it's like, I want to be there. I'll get there, but I'm allowed to be nice to myself as I get there. And I love that you're getting your kids that you work with to celebrate things that cause jealousy because when we lift each other up and um, the analogy is like hold the rope so you can let someone into like that VIP section of the club, when we hold the rope for others, it'll come back to us in other ways. So true. Yeah. And and, and I I think through talking to people younger than me, do we learn a lot more about ourselves as adults? Like I've always said that, you know, we always go to like Indigo and buy these like bestseller books that are written by all these, you know, gurus and whatnot. But if we actually went into the children's section, there's a lot of good children's books we could learn a lot of information from. I read those books every day. I see it for myself. Um, And, and, Talking to the younger generation, if you want to call them that, um, it it definitely woke me up to go, wow, I would never have admitted this when I was 17. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to, to be brave and bold enough to do so. And so I thanked her for doing that. I actually gave her massive kudos. I go, yeah, I don't even do that. So thank you for, for telling me that's something I need to admit. Amazing. All right, so let's wrap up with my favorite question. After we spend all this time building our empires and taking care of ourselves, we're also striving for happiness. So what is your definition of happy? My definition of happy is, is one, being healthy. If you don't have your health, I don't think you could be really happy, in my opinion. You know, you need to, to, to feel whole in all ways possible. So I need my health. Um, and happiness is having balance. And, and, and balance in the sense that I could have a, a busy work life that I can manage, but I could also not feel guilty not working and just goofing off and, and having like a, you know, a week of nothing to do. So to me, it's, it's, it's all about balance um, and, and being content in anything I'm doing. Maybe it's not, con- you know, something that's appealing to somebody else, But as long as it's appealing to me, that's what happiness is. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you. I love this. It was a a great learning tool for me as well. (laughs) Contest alert. Until June 30th, 2016, I have a new book giveaway for you, my alphas. In exchange for a rating or review on iTunes, I'm giving away one copy of the book, Who's Going to Stop Us Now? The book is a compilation written by 15 unstoppable women. One of the stories is by Lemore Markman on her personal finance journey of becoming financially fabulous. Lemore has not only excelled in a traditionally male-centric, jargon-filled industry, but has found a way to make her money work for her through investments, including real estate. She's now inspiring women everywhere to take small steps to improve their finances and become financially independent. 
so please leave me a rating or review in the month of June. Also listen to her interview later this month, and I'll randomly pick one winner at the end of the month to receive the book. Thanks so much, and I hope to hear from you on the ratings or review section of iTunes soon. This episode is sponsored by the Live Like an Alpha Female Challenge. Are you ready to take charge of your fitness and health routine? Are you ready to get organized so you have more time to spend with your family or friends or loved ones without feeling always stressed? That's why I created the Live Like an Alpha Female Challenge, a challenge that helps you decrease stress, get organized, and find more time in your day to go after all of your crazy big goals and dreams. The challenge includes five emails with a video message from me on how to fit in fitness, optimize your health and nutrition, stay healthy at work, and all my smartphone organization tips. Sign up at robinbaldwin.com forward slash alpha female for the free challenge today. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, and I would love you to eternity and back. If you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice and leave me a rating and review. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com. That's Robin with a Y, B-A-L-D-W-I-N. And join us next week for another inspiring chat. I hope you have a spectacular day.